Hello again, and welcome to Construction Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and today we are going to talk about Marketing Project Management 101. Now, you're a construction company, so you know all about project management. That's why we actually chose to work with you so long ago, because we love working with people who understand how to run projects, because it makes our projects go so much easier, which is why I think it's so surprising that construction companies don't always have all of their marketing done just lickety split, because you are so good at managing projects. That's what makes you so good at running your companies. Now today, I'm going to go over the things that I do as a manager, right? Because the actual implementation of the project management process is done by my project managers. And I'm going to have them come on later and talk about exactly how they manage this because so much of it is about communication and and how to work with clients effectively, right, is all about communication. So today we're going to talk about outlining your process, breaking it down into the smallest components, assigning a due date to all of it, and then doing the work. Because we all know that marketing, just like everything else that's built, you have to do the work in order to get it done, right? And so the project management piece of it is the way that you get the work done. The first step towards being a marketing superhero is simply completing the task in front of you. So... All right, let's get to business. If you're a natural born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The May Create team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of Maycreate, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck. So at its root, making sure your marketing gets done is simply project management, which is something that you're probably actually really good at. You maybe just haven't thought of it from this perspective yet. So a good project management system looks a lot like goal setting. You outline your process, then you break it down into the smallest components and you assign due dates to all of it and then you do the work. And I know the steps are very front-loaded. Over half of project management happens before you ever begin working, right? And while beauty lies in the eye of the beholder, beautiful project management lies in the hands of the planner (laughs) because planning is the key to a smooth project management. It's not improv. It's a fully rehearsed production. And it's funny that I'm talking about project management because I'm actually the CEO of the company, right? In actuality, I'm a horrendous project manager. I, I, I Wait, don't leave me yet. I mean, I'm going to redeem myself, I swear. Anybody in my office can tell you that when we have a project manager quit, it's like a horrible ordeal if it lands on my shoulders because I have to step into their role until we find a new person. It's just awful for everyone involved. But what I can do is I can plan. So I'm very good at the beginning of the project management process, which is what I'm talking about today. So I can create the process. I can break it into its smallest components and assign those due dates. That's something I'm good at. It's the implementation of the plan, like the day-to-day actual management 
that is where I belly flop. And I actually lean into my project managers to make sure that we get all of our marketing done and our other projects done as a company because they're the people that hold us accountable, right? Fortunately, yes, I'm totally aware of this weakness. And that's why I've surrounded myself with people who are such exceptional project managers. (laughs) Um, And I also have a lot of crutches that I use to get from point A to point B in a timely manner every single day, like Google Calendar. And we have a project management system and I have my daily to-do list. And so what I'm going to talk about today are those things that I do. And then in another episode, we'll talk to our project managers, Erica and Stacy and Race, and they'll explain to us how they actually get it all done. Okay, so then where do we start with project management? Well, to start, hopefully you have a plan because that plan is the thing that's going to guide you through the project, right? So within that plan, you've outlined all of your marketing activities for the year. And if you don't have one yet, you might want to take a short detour well, maybe after I finish this episode, and hop on over to makecreate.com. You can download our marketing plan template. It's underneath resources, marketing plan template, and it is a fill-in-the-blank guide that will help you get a marketing plan put together. So some of the activities in your plan might just require you to show up like events, right? And then others actually require you to produce something. And I mean, I just use events as an example, but even for an event, you have all kinds of stuff that you have to plan. Like a trade show, you have to have your booth ready, you have to have your business cards ready, right? So the ones that require you to actually produce something are the ones that need this project management component the most. So in your plan, you've outlined all your deliverables. In other words, all the things that you're going to produce throughout the year. And usually I start my project management process here, treating each deliverable as a big picture starting point in the planning journey. So one deliverable that you might have could be a Google ads campaign, or it could be a website or a brochure, or like I just mentioned, a trade show booth. And all of these deliverables have varying levels of complexity. So you're going to approach managing each project a little differently. So I think that the easiest way to explain these four steps to you, outlining the big picture, breaking it down into its smallest components, assigning a due date to all of it, and then doing the work is probably going through an example. So that way you can see it in action for an actual marketing project. Now, The example that I want to use is adding a blog post to a website. And the reason that I pick this as my example is because when you guys add projects to your website, which is something that you should really be doing regularly, it's like adding a blog post to a website if your website's programmed the right way, at least, (laughs) because you're adding a page every single time and you have similar information that you need to gather for each thing and the same steps that you go through for each project that you publish to your website. So let's talk through this example. Now, step one, right, is outlining the big picture. So the first step to publishing to our blog is creating the content plan. So you think about the categories that you're going to write about, and then we think, well, how much do we really want to focus on each category? And we make that decision based on what types of work we want to be selling. So for you, you're going to think about your projects. You're going to think, okay, what are the different types of work that we do? And then how often do we want to talk about each type of work? You want to talk about the projects that you complete that you want to sell more of. And 
for you, it's actually pretty easy to outline your big picture because you know what work you've done. And so you can look at the past year, you can look at the coming year. Every project that you do is an opportunity for you to create something that goes out on your website. So that's all part of your big picture. Literally, the work that you do outlines the stuff that you can put on your website. So that's pretty easy. Now, if you were doing a blog, then you would look at the different types of blog posts that you might make, like what you're going to talk about. So we might talk about website design. We might talk about social media management. We might talk about project management, right? And we would decide how often do we want to talk about each one of those things. So in the end, once you're done outlining your big picture... In this example, I would have how many things I'm adding to my website a month, whether it's blog posts or projects, and what those would be. And here's a tricky and helpful hint. When I'm in this part of project management, this is when I get a whole bunch of creative ideas. And I document them all. Just write them all down because you're going to need to come back to them at some point. And as you're understanding, and it's just like popping into your head, what would you say about job A? What would you say about job B? How would you talk about them? Like in this moment, all these answers are going to come into your head about what should go into these individual blog posts or project updates. And this is the time to document them because otherwise they're going to leave and then you're not going to be able to capture them back very easily. So my tip to you is as you're outlining the big picture, if you come up with components of what you want to put in each one, one of these items, I would document it now. So that way you have it and you can use it later because it'll make step two a lot easier. And speaking of step two, let's move on. So step two is breaking things down into their smallest components. All right. So the first thing that I would suggest breaking down into its smallest components, if you're updating your website with projects or blog posts is creating a process. So I give myself control over the process of publishing to my website by creating this document. Because, and and it's really in more ways than one. The first way you're giving yourself control is that if you're doing it yourself, you've outlined the steps that you need to take every single time that you do it. The second thing that you're giving yourself control of is if you need to delegate it to someone else, They know what to do because you wrote the instructions. The third thing that you're giving control of is if you have to review the work for somebody else, you know the the components now that you need to evaluate it by instead of just being like, oh yeah, sure, that looks good. And then the fourth thing that you're giving yourself control of is the formatting and the consistency of the content that's added to your site. And you want to have consistently formatted content because that makes you look professional. And it also puts the people on your website in a more relaxed and eased state of mind because they're not constantly seeing something different and wondering, how do I get through this? You're giving them something that's repetitive and comforting to them. So we want to make sure that we outline what the process is for adding a project to your website. You're going to start at the beginning from like, where do they find the name of the project to where do they get the pictures? Who could they talk to about the project details? What project details need to be included? How do you want to 
capitalize the project name? Are you linking out to the architect or the engineer's website that helped you on the project? Like think through all of those details. This is where we're breaking it down into the smallest components. And you're going to make yourself that one big general formatting document. So that way you have a checklist to start. I know it sounds crazy, but even if you do, like I am not a person who does the same thing every single day. (laughs) I really don't. I literally don't even spell words the same way all the time. And I don't mean like when I type them, I'm actually pretty good about when I type them. But like if I write it out on a piece of paper, I get real creative and I get really fast. And so I leave out vowels and all kinds of weird stuff. Like you have no idea what my shorthand really means. And right now, actually, Alexa is pretty much my best friend because I have little kids who are taking all these spelling tests. And I'm always like, Alexa, how do you spell occur? Because heck, I don't know, right? And those are the things that you're taking out of the hands of fate by creating a process for yourself right now. You're going to put spell check on that list because that's important too. You're going to put add alt tags to your images. You're going to delegate how many images you need to have and what size they need to be. All these things go into step two, breaking it down to its smallest components. Now, as you're breaking things down into their smallest components, I want you to think through how you can group these together because you'll probably benchmark things, right? Like your project manager who's actually out on site, he's going to take pictures of stuff and and those are going to be uploaded someplace. Well, that is part of the process for sure. And first, those pictures have to be taken before they can be added to the website. So that could be a benchmark is just documenting the process of the project as it goes. And then the second thing could be adding it to the website. And the third thing could be proofing it by management. And then the fourth section could be publishing it, right? So think of those benchmarks and then break them down to all the little steps in between and you document them. That is what this step two is. What you're doing in this step two is you are creating the blueprint, right? Creating the blueprint for the project. Without the blueprint, you can't get from point A to point B in a streamlined fashion and get it done on time or on budget. You just can't do it. You have to have a project plan and that is what you're doing in step two. Okay, so then step three is assigning a due date to all of it because that's what's going to allow it to get done on time. So once you have all the steps outlined, then you just schedule them all on the calendar. Time to write it, time to edit it, time to take the pictures, time to do keyword research if you're incorporating keywords into your articles or projects, time to revise it, and time to publish it. So these are all those steps, right, that we just talked about that you outlined in step two. And in step three, you assign a due date to all of it. Now, there's different ways that people handle this. Some people use a project management system. We use a project management system, but it's because we're working on 20 websites at a time, right? So that's a lot of stuff. And that's not even counting the hundreds of clients that we're servicing on top of that. We have to keep all those details straight someplace. So we kind of have to use a project management system. Now, if you're just a team of a few people, you can probably keep track of most of this stuff in a Google Doc or in a spreadsheet. Like that is totally doable. And we used to do it that way before we 
had so many projects running at one time. So the way that you manage those due dates and assigning them to people and even like sharing the processes, those can all be done in a project management system or it can be done in a spreadsheet. It's really up to you. Oh, and speaking of that, I almost forgot. Okay, so in the episode goodie bag for this episode, we have a link to our blog process and formatting document. That's our checklist that we give our writers and myself for editing people's work, right? To make sure that it's all consistent. Oh, so you can have an example of what I was talking about in step two, and I totally forgot to mention it. Um, But yeah, so hop on over to makecreate.com and in the show notes in and also in the episode goodie bag for this episode, which is called Marketing Project Management 101, you can find that document and download it and then you have a place to start with all of those step two, breaking it down to its smallest components. Okay, so I'm sorry, I just totally backtracked. But step three, assigning a due date to all of it, right? So you're gonna assign a due date to all of it. So the way that we manage actually all those due dates is we just use Google Calendar. You can use Google Calendar. We tried all kinds of stuff. We really did. Like every couple of years, I'm like, there has to be a better way to do this. There has to be something that people have released. And everything that I find is so, oh, it's so intense. There's so much stuff. I'm like, I don't even know. You know, I gotta be honest with you. I drive a Toyota because there's less buttons on the dashboard. Not going to lie. Like I went from a car that I bought in 2000 and I drove it for 10 years. And then I got into a brand new car and I thought, oh my goodness, there are so many buttons. I'm going to die when I'm trying to change the radio station. And this is exactly how I feel when I look at these project management systems. They were super overwhelming. And so we decided to stay with our simple project management system, which is Active Collab, and use Google Calendar to schedule out all of our stuff. It totally works for us. And so I'm not judging anybody who does it another way. Please do it the way that you need to do it. Okay. So then we move on to step four, which is the actual doing of the actual work. So all the details should already be there. You already outlined them all in step two. So whomever is doing the work now, they just need to sit down and work the system. And that's why it's so magical when you actually manage a project correctly is because when you sit down to do the work, you're ready to do it. You don't have to go out and gather 500 different things and and check in with all your project managers and ask them if they've got photos. That can be stuff that you do beforehand. So that way you're not sitting there going, oh my gosh, I just scheduled three hours to update the projects on our website today because we need them because we're going to use them for these awards that we're trying to get. And I don't have any pictures and now I got to wait for Bobby to get off work so that way he'll upload them. I mean, it just stinks, right? Okay. So step four is doing the work. You're going to follow the system that you made. And that in a nutshell is project management for marketing. So I know that these principles are not, they are not new to you. (laughs) I mean, they're not exceedingly inventive. You use them every single day and they are the backbone also of how we manage to get things done on time and on budget over and over again. And you can totally use those same techniques within your company to get your marketing done. 
Remember that you're going to document your process before you begin to guide the project from concept to completion, and then turn it into the details, documenting as much as you need to ensure that you don't forget anything while you're actually doing the work. Then you're going to schedule everything on the calendar or maybe several calendars if you need to. So that way you make sure that you get it done on time and then figure out how you're going to manage all the details and the communication for the project. And then last but not least, you do the work. And if you're a super big rock star, you'll go back and you'll review the data and see how it did and see if it turned out as well as you hope that it did and brought you business. All right, friends, that is all I have for you today on Marketing Project Management 101. Now, <laughs> this, is, this was a lot of stuff that we just covered. So there is a very nicely formatted blog post out on maycreate.com. You can go to maycreate.com forward slash blog forward slash marketing project management 101. Or you can just go to the website and search for it too. But it outlines everything that I just talked about with actual graphics and everything, which it would make it probably easier to follow, to be honest. So with that, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. Now go forth, manage those awesome marketing projects so you can actually get them done. And of course, as always, market with purpose. Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E-Create.com for podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on, market with purpose.